feeling like you're juggling endless tasks from content to proposals and everything in between? And if just thinking about adding content marketing to your list overwhelms you even more, I've got something for you. Introducing the Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit, your jumpstart to content marketing success. It's all about the four crucial decisions to clarify your plan and kickstart your content creation journey. I've walked your path since 2005, managing marketing and proposal deadlines. That's why I've crafted this kit to make your journey just a bit smoother. Let's face it, just getting started is often the hardest part, especially with new strategies. The Ultimate AEC Content Marketing Starter Kit leads you through those vital early steps. It's about getting growth clarity, understanding your dream audience, and turning your existing content into pure gold. Are you ready to jumpstart your content marketing game? Visit marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit and snag your ultimate AEC content marketing starter kit. Let's conquer the content world one campaign at a time. Grab your starter kit now over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash starter kit. What do you do with your marketing materials when a key employee leaves your firm? Should you take them off your website, remove their blog post, or take them out of a proposal you're already working on? What do you do now with those materials? Should you take them down or leave them up? And in today's episode, I'm going to share some experiences and give my opinion on how to handle these situations. Ready to get started? Let's dive right in. Hey there, welcome to the Marketers Take Flight podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Diven, founder of Marketers Take Flight and the creator of the Proposal Pro course. I am obsessed with helping AEC marketers just like you put order back into the proposal process, create winning strategies, and build the confidence and courage to advance your career. Each week, I will be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews to fly through the proposal turbulence and have your career take off. So let's dive right in. Do you need to improve your go-no-go process or write better project descriptions or work on your time management skills? Maybe you need to hire another marketer and don't know where to begin. You're looking for a specific training tool or template to just get you started on your next initiative, but are having a hard time finding something that is specific to your AEC firm. Does this sound familiar? I hear you. I was you. And over the last decade, I have put together several resources specific to our industry. They are available to you inside the Marketer's Place. Marketer's Place is the place to find resources, tools, and bite-sized training. Everything is online and available instantly, so you can start making progress today. You can find it over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash place. See what's available today and check back frequently as new tools are added. Again, Marketer's Place can be found at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash place. And that's place as P-L-A-C-E. Now on to our episode. This is a question I get often. 
What should I do with my marketing materials when a key employee leaves a firm? This is especially important if that employee is prominent in your marketing materials, like on your website or on pre-printed pre-printed materials like brochures, or maybe that person has written blog articles or other thought leadership pieces that appear on your website or in your social media channels. So the big question is, what do you do now with those materials? Should you take them down or leave them up? And as you probably can expect, there is no black or white answer here. It really depends, but there are some best practices you can follow, and that's what I'm going to share in today's episode. But before we get to those, let me share some of my experiences around this issue. So first was several years ago, um, at a, cu- a couple firms ago, our aviation market sector created a great direct mail marketing campaign, and it was called the A-Team. A for aviation, right? And A for just being a good team. Get it? A-Team. The entire idea behind this campaign was in- to introduce airport directors across the country to our team of aviation design and planning experts. And it included a postcard series, and each postcard introduced different people on the quote-unquote A-team and that person's specific specialties. And if I recall, it was somewhere around six or eight-piece campaign, so six to eight postcards um, that were mailed each week um, during the six to eight-a-week campaign. So as you can probably imagine, this effort took months to photograph the team members, design the postcards, get them printed, develop the mailing list, get them mailed out over the six to eight weeks. Um, And just before this campaign was set to start, or it might have even been during the campaign, um, the corporate communications team who was developing this campaign um, was told that one of the A-team members left the firm. In fact, she went to one of our competitors. Um, and that person's photo was on nearly all the postcards as part of the team. She was also featured at her as her own postcard for her particular specialty. And so what we did was, or what the corporate communications team did is they still went on with the campaign. Um, and so her picture was still on you know, the team photos, but the one postcard that highlighted her specific expertise, we, they just left that out of the campaign. So instead of, I think it was six, again, I think it was six to eight pieces. So they just took one of those pieces out. And so that was one instance. And then more recently, um, at, a a firm I worked at, we designed the website. We rebranded, redesigned the website. And this new website featured videos um, on the homepage and on our recruiting page and some of our expertise pages. So this, the whole rebranding and website development took nearly a year and it was quite a large financial investment as well to not only, you know, code and develop the website, but to produce these videos. And so wouldn't you know it, um, you know, we launched and maybe about a month, maybe two months after we went live with the new website, one of the key quote unquote actors in the videos left the firm. And so we were kind of at a crossroads because now we had this brand new website with these professionally produced videos on our homepage and on some of our other key pages. And 
and that person was in those videos. And so what happened then is that we decided to leave everything up. We knew we were going to redo some of the videos or readjust the website or the homepage specifically about a year after launch anyways. So what we did was we kept the videos and some of the imagery that that person that left the firm um, was in. But that person also, ha- we recorded a video of that of her. And, and so it was a separate video kind of around our recruiting. So we took down that video. So in some of the more, what we call like B-roll or showing kind of the culture of the firm that she was in, um, part of, we kept those videos up. But where we specifically call, you know, where she talked about her experience working with the firm and her expertise, we took those videos or those photos down and the callouts down for that. So, so, you know, so that leads me back to this isn't really a black and white issue. So how do you decide what to do when a key employee leaves the firm? And so here's how some thought processes I've gone in the past um, and some, you know, questions we've asked ourselves internally to determine what to do with that material. So first is to to determine if the videos, the content, the photos, et cetera, were produced using the resources of your firm. So, you know, back to my website example, you know, our firm was paying for that. We brought in a film crew. We produced it. And so if this is the case, then I believe you have every right to keep using them in your firm's marketing efforts. And this includes on your website, in your brochures, and just general marketing photos that you use, you know, on social media, et cetera. I would even go to say that I would even leave blog posts written by that person published on your blog. We've also done that as well. And here's why I think that. Your firm is paying for the resources to take the photos, to produce the videos, et cetera. And that person is fully employed by your firm when that content was produced. And in most new hire paperwork, there is or should be language about work product and likeliness um, likeness of when a uh, person is employed by the firm and the ability for your firm to use that work product for marketing and promotional materials. However, the legal ability to use the person's photo versus the desire to continue to use it is where the gray area comes in, especially when it comes to where that person is displayed and how their image and expertise is used in your marketing materials. So say, for instance, you have a team page or an experts page on your website that represents who works at your firm. In that case, I would definitely take that person's photo, name, and contact information down. Also, if you can easily edit out the person's likeness out of any marketing materials, I would do that as well. You just don't want to give the implication that that person with their expertise still works at your firm. And you can see why this isn't such a black and white issue. Another way to evaluate whether to use to continue to use that person in your marketing efforts is to ask yourself, are you promoting that person's expertise specifically, or is that person merely showcasing or talking about your company or a project completed by your firm? If the material in question is showcasing that person's expertise and experience, it's probably a good idea to stop using it in your firm's marketing efforts. 
However, if that material is talking about your firm in general, what it's like to work there, or a project completed by the firm, I feel that you can still use it. You may want to edit it or not highlight that person so much or add qualifiers at the end that says, you know, this person, you know, this project was performed when this person was currently an employee. This way you're not giving the appearance that that person is still working at your firm. And then lastly, so we talked about marketing materials, but let's talk about proposals. And I hope this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyways. If a key person puts in their notice before or while you're working on a proposal, you cannot put them in that proposal. You cannot show them as a resource for your firm for that proposal. And I'm going to say this again for emphasis. If a key person puts in their notice before or while you're working on a proposal, you cannot put them in that proposal. You cannot show them as a resource for your firm for that proposal. Now, this may seem like a black and white approach, but let me tell you that I have gotten pushback on listing someone as a project manager for a proposal who gave their notice, and it, it, it has happened to me more than one time. Sometimes I'm able to stick to my guns and convince the team, and we get the change, and we get a new project manager in there or a key engineer in there. Other times I've had to go to higher levels in the company to get it resolved. I just don't feel it's right to put someone in the proposal you know isn't going to be at your firm when you win the job. Also, you know the client is going to find out about it and it'll just make your firm look bad. So that's proposals. Shortlist presentations can also be tricky. What if your project manager leaves your firm between when the proposal was submitted and the shortlist presentation? And this has happened to me too on more than a few occasions, unfortunately. So what did we do? Well, here here you you may have a few options. First, you can tell the client and see if they will allow for a project manager substitution. I recommend this way as the best and most ethical way. However, it does have a risk of the client not allowing a substitution and removing your firm from the shortlist. Choosing this option will depend on how well you know the client and their procurement policies. Another option is to go to the shortlist presentation without the proposed project manager that was listed in the proposal. Your project principal or your firm executive will make the presentation in their place. You can either let the client know ahead of time about this change or at the presentation. And I strongly encourage you to let the client know ahead of time. They will most likely already know. And again, it just makes your firm seem less honest. Chances are, especially if it's like a key project manager, they might appear at your competitor's presentation. So your client is going to find out. (laughs) So it's always a good idea to be honest from the beginning. And as you can see, there really is no straight answer on how to handle your marketing materials and proposals when a key employee leaves your firm. I always lean toward the route that is the most honest and transparent with the client. We work in a small industry and our clients know a lot more about what's going on at our firms than we think they do. 
I don't ever want our clients to think that we are hiding something from them or trying to trick them. Okay, so as we finish out today's episode, let me recap some of the considerations to make in regards to your marketing materials when a key employee leaves your firm. First was considering who produced the content. Did your firm produce the content? If so, I think you have a right to continue to use it if you still want to. Next, I talked about how the person's likeness is used. If they're listed on an expertise page on your website or a contact us page, for example, you will definitely want to take them off of those pages. Then we talked about the marketing content itself. Does the person's blog post or video talk about the firm's experience and expertise, or does it showcase the person's specific expertise? I feel that if it's more firm-focused, it's okay to keep it, again, if you want. Lastly, we talked about proposals and shortlist presentations. Using the key person's name in the proposals. This is where I feel there is the most black and white guidelines. If a key person puts in their notice before or while you're working on a proposal, you cannot put them in that proposal. You cannot show them as a resource for your firm for that proposal. In the end, being as transparent with the client is always the best strategy. We work in a small industry and our clients are going to find out. So being upfront and transparent, be, so being upfront and transparent is always the way to go in my book. Now, tell me, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree with my opinions of how to handle marketing materials and proposals when a key employee leaves your firm? Leave your comments over on the show notes page located at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash six. Again, that's marketerstakeflight.com forward slash six as in the number six. And did you like this episode? If you did, can I ask you a favor? Can you open your Apple podcast app and leave me a rating, preferably a five star and a review? This tells Apple that people like this podcast show and will show it to more people, also known aka marketers like you. I would really appreciate it because I'm trying to help as many marketers fly through the proposal turbulence and take their careers to new heights. And that's it for this week's episode of the Marketers Take Flight podcast. Until next week, bye for now. Well, hey there, overachiever. That's right. I'm talking to you who listened to this episode until the very end. And because I know you are an A-plus marketer, I want to extend a special invitation to join the Marketers Take Flight co-working community. This community is made up of other rockstar marketers, and we provide support, tools, and resources to each other. I encourage you to join today. You can find it over at marketerstakeflight.com forward slash community. Again, that's marketerstakeflight.com forward slash community. I can't wait to see you over there.